0: Hello and welcome back. This is Mars, and I am joined today by our very own Pixie Dust and Jasmine.
1: Hello. And today,
0: and today, in our continued pursuit to research and report the origins of this powerful grimoire, wealth magic, today we're going to be discussing the fourth ritual, the talisman of wealth. And, and the angel represented in this working is all uh, is, is, is known as Raziel so as some of you know the Archangel Raziel is known as the angel of mysteries and and then the name Raziel itself means the secrets of God so who would like to take this take this off first
2: I'll start off a little bit um, hey guys this is Pixie dust and first I just wanted to um, share with y'all and say that, um, our good friend Arjuna, who was the fourth member of this podcast is no longer, um, involved and due to some positive successes that have resulted in his life at, um, or manifested in his life as results of wealth magic. Um, I won't go into much detail so as to, you know, keep his private life private, but he will not be with us in this podcast, unfortunately. Um, but we do miss him and, and you know uses still use his wisdom and can share with you guys that he has had incredible success in multiple aspects of life, um, you know, with the results that this book can bring. So just to quick note on that. Um, and then to start off today, so I want to just go in order, you know, of the ritual, keep it simple. Um, and. So for those that are are on the fourth working, um, hopefully you're relieved that it's, you know, nothing like the second working was where it's super long and still kind of a more lighthearted, you know, less um, time-consuming ritual. And we're only dealing with one angel, essentially. So um, to start off, the ritual opens where we say, uh, to call on Raziel, um, we have to put the talisman before us and say, "This is the beginning." I open the way, and then we use, you know, a gesture to bring our hands forward, um, palms or backs of the hands together, thumbs down, anyways, and and then we are, in a sense, separating or opening the veil, and we—that's what it means when we say open the way. We are opening the veil, right, which is the um, the lining or you know the the little Veil, I guess, between the physical world and the spiritual world. Um, so, by us opening our hands in such a way, it's just a symbolic gesture of a connection between the two worlds. Um, and then we have these visualizations in this ritual, which um, I'll just kind of do a quick little symbolism on what the visualizations mean. I tried to do like a, a Google on, you know, if I could find where the whole phrases of Visualizations are from, but I couldn't find anything yet. I'm sure they're from somewhere. If anyone else, you know, knows or um, knows anything more about that, you know, feel free to share later. But just to quickly, I'll read what that says, and then I'll kind of just touch up on the symbolism for each um, object or whatever, and and then kind of pass the baton along. So the visualizations that we say um, and visualize at the same time are: I pass through an arch of stone, or the arch of stone. Um, mm-hmm. So stone or arches of stone in a sense symbolize, first of all, um, a masculinity. They have a masculine sort of essence to them, which is symbolic of willpower um, and drive and action and getting things accomplished and you know, using our energy for uh, productive purposes. Um, and then it also symbolizes strength and support, right? An arch of stone is going to be an arch of stone for as long as it can stand. And they're usually pretty sturdy. Um, And so we open with that, You know, we're kind of entering through this arch of stone um, and bringing ourselves deeper into the magic and into the ritual. The next one is I walk through a field of golden corn. Mm -hmm. Now corn, and they say specifically golden corn, um, corn by itself indicates spiritual goodness. Um, So just spirituality in general. And then obviously with the gold color, that's symbolic of wealth. Um the next one being I'm warmed by the fire of the sun. Well, with fire, right, another masculine property, but um, with the sun, you know, that gives us life. It gives us energy. It symbolizes activity and creativity um, and, and joy. And then I breathe. No, I'm sorry. I'm cooled by the water of the ocean. That one is symbolic or the ocean is symbolic of power and strength mm-hmm. um, and also mystery and uh, endlessness and truth, which is what we are trying to receive from Raziel in this ritual as well. Um, and then there's, I am steady on the firm earth, which earth, you know, is, I believe a feminine, um, element and it, you know, kind of symbolizes an unswerving, unswerving, um, well, that one is unswerving, excuse me, unswerving in loyalty and in faith towards, you know, the dedicated ritual or whatever the case may be. And then I am, I breathe a sweet breeze, simply meaning, you know, or sim- symbolizing the fourth force of nature and also just like the current of life. You know, like we need air to breathe just as we need like the sun to live and everything. Um, and then I feel the weight of the earth beneath me, I think is symbolic of just awareness of our size and um, humanness you know, um, and just the massive life form that we all live on and what we can accomplish on it within the physical realm and the spiritual realm. Um, so that's kind of what I gathered from, just to go into a little bit of the symbolism behind the visualizations here. Uh, but I kind of would like to pass the baton on to somebody else, if that's okay, and uh, if they want to continue on this or uh, yeah. the next
0: ritual so that first of all that's amazing right there and i i think personally that's like my first time actually like even coming up with a valid interpretation like that so that's pretty good um my my thinking on that at least from from this part of the ritual is is simply that i mean the way i have done it is the 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 ultimate result of the concoction of different um imagery that 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 is sort of uh 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 sort of woken up you know within you Mm -hmm. um from performing these visualizations Mm -hmm. i think like this 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 concoction actually does a number on you spiritually and allows you um to reach that point where you're sort of past that tier between the between the veil that that veil of um of the between of of the uh physical and and the spiritual realm and i think you know doing these visualizations essentially gets you into the mood and gets you into the zone and and prepare you to to access this realm um i like how you said the part about stone having a masculine um feature to it but also being you know um you know it's it's primary components being strength um there's also one thing that we don't know or that we haven't talked about with stone which is that depending on how you you know have the stone how you prepare it and even how you model it there's also beauty right mm-hmm. and, and a stone can be beautiful as well and um and and the book itself wealth magic you know, with the daily practice and how it has you focused on something beautiful for a moment, um, I think that's also a link too. That was just—I want to kind of throw that in there. But I think that was that was pretty spot on, Pixie. In
1: the
0: in the Kabbalah, Rajeel is uh, the angel in charge of hokmah which is the second Sephirah. And it's the you know, pillar of, oh, sorry, it's the Sifra of wisdom. Um, as said previously, the archangel is known for its mysteries
1: yeah. and
0: keeps taking the secrets of God <coughs> in, in art, in art which is the universal language for all occultists specifically. You know, Razia is often depicted sort of being in this sort of, bringing light into darkness mm-hmm. which you know symbolizes his work as bringing the light of understanding right into the darkness of of people's perceptions especially those who ponder the mysteries of magic razia there's often that sort of that that click that aha moment um and you know, there, there's some side effects too. One of the key signs of Raziel's uh, presence is an increased ability to perceive information outside of your physical self, outside of your senses, outside of the five. Mm-hmm. Um, allowing you to really have that, that, um, that sixth sense, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, from my personal experience, Razia really delights in revealing the universe's mysteries to people who are, who are, who are worthy. Hmm. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. And I believe that, you know, this specific archangel and the ritual itself plays a significant role with a major impact <laughs> in your future mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. such
0: that not performing this would not give you everything else. That you need how do you think people jeff bezos bill gates elon musk you know yeah they've got they they demonstrate that they have a, a lot of wisdom and a lot of knowledge and they do they probably do but in your pursuit for wealth your wisdom your, your, your knowledge is never going to, sorry, what I meant to say was knowledge is never going to be what makes you rich, right? Nikola, Nikola Tesla is a great example of that. Mm. But what differentiates, you know, uh, Nikola Tesla from the Bill Gates or the, or the, or the, the Zuckerberg or the, you know, the geniuses of today, those who are rich and who are experiencing wealth is because of wisdom is because they have an ability to to to, to see an opportunity and to seize it right i mean th- it's, this is my personal observation right so the, you know everyone has their own right but what i'm saying is is that in the pursuit of wealth as you are ach- as you are achieving milestone after milestone in this journey with wealth magic and in the book this archangel Will have implanted within you a sense of understanding, right? Mm. And mm-hmm. and I feel this is an important piece of the puzzle because there is this ability that you will have from this to perceive forces that are outside of your control.
2: Mm.
0: And I feel basically, and you know, that that you could with this, you know, have the ability to analyze opportunities. That are in harmony with what you are commanding to the universe being manifested. So what I'm saying is I personally noticed this that in, in, in the sense that it has manifested in my life as a demonstration of confidence in all of my wealth transactions. Essentially for me, taking risk is either clear to me or it's not. And if it's clear to me, and if I see the vision, I will take, I will take the I will take the risk.
1: Hmm yeah also uh, if if you look at the the, um ritual what you're saying um first of all raziel is the gatekeeper as we know the spiritual realm kind of so like you said he has that ability to connect us and um you know in the in the call it says I call on the Arizel and the East to connect me to the secret angels of the universe. And then later after uh, the Hebrew and the Arizel, Arzaleh and Arizel I call on the Raz- Raziel and the East to connect me to the secrets of the universe. So that ties in very much with what you were just saying, Mars. Mm-hmm. And just to, add a, just to add a quick
2: symbolism, um to about you know the direction of the east which we may have talked about in another podcast but you know that is this uh the direction that the sun rises too right so some um symbolic of you know just light and life and um and newness um and uh nurturing you know even and so and also like that's the direction you know it's like whenever i picture like I call in the RZL in the east, I almost picture like a rising sun a little bit. You know, maybe not everybody does, um, and it just adds power to, I think, uh, the attention that we're giving the angels. Um, you know, maybe not everyone visualizes the sign. It's it's gonna it's gonna say it's gonna ritual will be the same either way if you do or don't. But um, for me, that is what I tend to visualize whenever I say that. So I just wanted to throw that in there really quick.
1: Mm yeah i mean you usually face east to pray to god mm-hmm. call the angels that is the direction and i mean uh, all the religions do it too muslims pray mm-hmm. towards the east you know set that yeah. yeah yeah
0: actually uh just wanted to say and i could be wrong but i actually think they pray to mecca but uh depending on where you're from it may may be the east
2: yeah but
0: um that's true i i did some extensive studying on that and in college i actually i actually had a friend who was muslim and we did ramadan together yeah. and if uh if he heard if he would have heard me say that he would have been like no we are, we pray to mecca <laughs> so that's
2: Um, That's what I was thinking but I guess it could be east um you know like you said depending on where
0: you are and and it's funny because like actually in the United States we actually pray to the east because that is the direction of Mecca and so you know Mm -hmm. actually um Yasmina's right um -hmm. but you know in the holy land so to speak
2: right? it's Mecca
0: but anyway I digress
2: yeah and then just also I looked up Um, just the symbolism of the word East, I don't know why I'm I'm still on that, but uh, it says it comes from a word that means shining, Um, you know, so they're like as as in light and, you know, just anything that shines, right? It gives off a brilliance and metaphorically East uh, stands for like an awakening or vision um, and ascension, which all three of those are sort of are taking place in this ritual. I mean, this like wealth magic as a whole, the ritual, you know, and specifically also this fourth working, but, um, in the book as a whole, there's definitely awakening and I feel ascensions going on, or that's what's, what the book is trying to get to happen. So, um, so yeah, (laughs) but would you, would anyone like to sort of go into more detail on Arzel or, um, the aspects of Raziel,
0: you know, I've never quite understood that part myself. I, under, I have, from what I've understood, um, there is a certain aspect of Raziel that you can't uh, call. Uh, you can't call directly, and so essentially, you need to call the aspect first yes. to facilitate uh, the direct communication. Hmm. Like, um, kind
2: of like his receptionist or something
0: <laughs> yeah i would say like his personal assistant so to speak um
1: yeah.
0: maybe it's like the key to opening the gate you know Raziello being the gatekeeper mm-hmm. um but yeah no i i i i have uh largely respected what the gallery of magic has said about this um largely because they have you know shown they've demonstrated proof with you know the way they're using the smudge letters, and um, and and largely because they say so, and I'm not gonna mess with the gal- the gallery of magic. Forget it.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right.
0: Um, you know, no, yeah, but in all seriousness, are- the, the the work's potent, so I think it's I think it's valid.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, like you said. This, um, this aspect of him is supposed to be closer to earth because otherwise if you call to Raziel direct, directly from the beginning, he's supposed to be distant. And also I just wanted to say, you know, new avatar power does the same thing. The uh, meditation that you do before every working and new avatar power, same thing. You call Arizel. And mm-hmm. from then on here sure. into all the different rituals that you can do so. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's the opener because after that, if you read the text, the conservation, you actually do say Raziel, but RSL always comes first. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Does
2: anyone know? Um, a back a little bit of background on the Latin in this. I mean, like we might have done this before too, actually. But just looking at the Kosu Hariam or even I don't even know if that is Latin. That might I could be totally wrong. It could be another language entirely. Um,
0: I, so I believe it's Hebrew. that's Hebrew. Yep. He I, believe it's okay. Hebrew. Okay. Um, yeah. I believe this is covered in the uh, seventy-two angels of magic they mm-hmm. might briefly go into what that means. And I can probably, end- I can probably just pull that up
1: mm-hmm. if you guys okay. give me a
0: moment, but. Um...
2: Sure, yeah, I was just wondering, I think maybe we had looked at it before, maybe that was another Latin, right? I mean, sorry, not Latin, <laughs> uh, Hebrew thing, or maybe it was Latin. Um, But I am kind of curious now that we're kind of on that part of it.
0: Yeah, I'm looking, looking it up right now. Okay. Hopefully they've got something on it. So it looks like according to the way they have presented it. But first of all, uh, by calling the first name um and and by the way i'm being a little cryptic here because i don't want to you know i want to give the authors uh the respect i don't want to divulge too much information out there um so if you if you uh if you're listening and if you have the book uh, 72 angels of magic um you'll probably i'm in chapter six i'm looking at the angel of universal secrets right um and if and if you don't have the book you need to get it hello um anyway so by calling the first uh, the first name that we talked about um so you're, you're given access to raziel who mm-hmm. basically grants you the contact with any of the other angels right um so this is in this thing though um, i think there would be a different interpretation for what we're trying to accomplish here in this book i think mm-hmm. and i mean i'm gonna leave this up to you guys for your own interpretation I would love to. I would love to know what you guys think, but um, I think in the context of wealth magic, Raziel is playing more of a more of a advisory approach. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of giving you a, a sixth sense and allowing you to have the gift of understanding when it comes to things related to um, your journey in wealth. But, in, but at least in Chapter 6 of this book, we're talking about giving you access, um, the ability to perceive and communicate with the angels, right? Um, <laughs> um, this literally means uh, the hills were covered with the shadow of it, and the bows thereof were like the goodly cedars. Um Oh, so that's, we, yeah, go ahead.
1: that's in the book, this phrase. I mean, this translation that, that you're reading.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yep. In 72. Of Magic. Chapter six of 72 Angels of Magic. Yep, it's in there. Um, okay. So, Naka so, Yahweh is basically, I think we all know that one. It, it, it basically means to recognize God, or um, mm-hmm. it's typically the it's typically opening phrase. Um, it is the preferred way of um, uh, using the ineffable name of God or the inaudible name of God. Um, so that's what Naka Yahweh means, and then you're you're in doing so. What the what the presented ritual um, offers you is a much more cooperative way of calling on this powerful archangel and and getting him to, you know do what you need him to do. Mm-hmm. But the question is what do you need him to do in this book? what, what is, you know and this is where I open mm-hmm. up the floor to you. got you know That's ladies, exactly. what, what do you think he is actually? Uh, uh, you know, giving us and 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 an empowering. I mean, I've, I've I've given my interpretation. What are your what do you guys think?
2: Um, I'll go ahead and go, I guess. Um, you're referring to Arzel or Raziel, both right? Kind of
0: correct, cool yeah. Um, uh, more so, more, more so, Raziel,
2: Raziel. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think you know, I think it, he we'll listen essentially to whatever our intention is. Um, you know, like I try to, when I've done this in the past, this ritual, I've tried to have a clear intention of what it is I want him to bring me, um, you know, as far as wealth. I mean, not not super detailed, but like a general, um, you know, subject. Um, and I think, I think you were right in what you said earlier where he also brings you you know, the awareness of secrets around you, of the, you know, the universe communicating, um, maybe more awareness opens up. And actually, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, um, the fourth working for me wasn't necessarily like a very um, prosperous time financially. Like it wasn't necessarily doing great. Um, I think that might've actually been a time where I was more so struggling, um, but it was also the time where, a lot of like synchronicities or were taking place or that I was aware of, um, you know, and, and opportunities. So, you know, I think as long as our intention remains clear and consistent during, throughout the ritual, then it'll, um, then Raziel will meet us with that. Um, And then, and then maybe more or possibly less. Um, But most of what we've asked for but it's up to us I think to you know to ask him for what we want because he's here to provide us with the secrets of the universe not to read our minds and and do it for us you Mm -hmm. know like we have to be clear with our own um our own (laughs) desires and wants and um intentions so what about you Yazine what
1: are you what are your thoughts um I think that since, since he's the one that uh, connects you, has the, has the ability to connect you to all types of spirits in general, that he's central to really opening up all of this and approving. I, I don't know if that so- sounds weird, but it's almost like I picture him like this angel, almost like a judge in heaven, that he puts a stamp on it and says, approved <laughs> you know and he connects you to everyone and like it's approved by him yeah and he gives you the wisdom for wealth of what you need to do right. you need to do things in order to become wealthy but that he's central and like way above these other spirits in some way and the mm-hmm. stamp on it that's how i feel about this i know it sounds funny but <laughs>
2: Yeah, I agree, though. I agree, even if it does sound, sound funny, but, um, but I think you're right, you know, it's like, and like Mario said, also, it's almost like he's, um, I forgot how you said it, I guess, but just that he's, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, sorting or deeming whether or not you're worthy to even receive the secrets of the universe, Mm -hmm. you know, um, therefore giving the stamp of approval, you know, so if you get a stamp, then you're good to go, and if not, (laughs) then, uh, Maybe work on something, <laughs> I guess. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. And then also, I wanted to, like I said on on the um, question that you had posed, Mario, where it was like, I'd like to. Oh, is that? This is exactly maybe what you just asked. But just what is your interpretation of the role of Archangel Raziel in your journey to achieve wealth? Um, you know, these answers on there that I'm reading are or somewhat similar, or similar to kind of what we've said. Um, One person says, like, to learn us, okay, well, he says, to learn us to forgive ourselves, uh, you know, teach us to forgive ourselves, to be empathic, to eliminate blocking that keeps us from attracting success, to learn, to teach us not to concentrate on money itself, but on the process that leads to produce money. Um, A lot of these answers, you know, just have to do with, like, the journey of wealth. And I, I, totally definitely agree. Um, I think that also um, we just have to be clear like I said you know with our intent that it's our wealth that we're trying to um, boost you know or, or manifest. So um, and yeah and I don't know a lot of people refer to him as the gatekeeper too so it kind of mm-hmm. just backs what we've been saying about you know the stamp of approval and uh, you know allowing you to pass or, or not pass. <laughs>
0: so right one of the one of the one of the comments that was made uh was that raziel clarifies huge systems that have so many parts like the journey to wealth Mm -hmm. that seem indecipherable then raziel points to solutions Mm -hmm. and i think this really describes what i was trying to say earlier about that which is that you know, the bit about me being able to look at risk a little bit more differently. Mm. And, um, um, you know, in order for you to, it's, in order for you to start a business, you don't blindly start a business, right? You start a business because you think that there's an opportunity that mm. there's a gap that can be filled. And that, you know, you have, whether it be a product or a service, you have the ability to provide it at such a rate where you can, you know, uh, maintain a profit. And, um, so this is risk. And and there are other factors, right. That, that should be factored in when you're factoring business risk in your analysis. But in general, how do some of the biggest names out there, billionaires, um, you know, uh, assess risk. Well, they probably have analysts, first of all, who are doing it, but a lot of times they will go out on a limb because they, they have a vision and they have an opportunity. Mm. I mean, some, some people can sell salt to a slug, you know, mm. some people are really good salesmen and, and, um, in, 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 in today's terms, you know, you might have a, a really good business idea that that ends up being, becoming a very profitable startup. Mm. I mean, this is how Mark Zuckerberg did it when he was in Harvard. Some people do get lucky, right? Some people, I do believe they do get lucky, but Mm. others, you know, because I, I promise you that if you're listening to this right now, you're probably not very lucky and you're probably wondering, you know, okay, what's the next step after I finish this book? And I'm telling you that the next step is that you're going to have to continue to work hard because these angels and this specific working is not going to hand it over to you, but it's going to meet you in the middle and
1: Mm.
0: you're going to, you're going to get, you know, like I told you earlier about how Raziel at least in art is often depicted, you know, as bringing light into darkness. Um, you know, especially for the people's perceptions that wander in the mysteries of magic. That's, I think that's what I said earlier. And for some, for some people, like, you know, kind of when I was going back to with managing risk, it's really good to have an ally, or if not an ally, if you don't look at it this way, if you look at it as a power, look at it like that, however you want to look at it, but essentially look at it as you are, you are being implanted with a, a gift, a, a skill, mm-hmm. a unique skill that you didn't have before, which is your ability to know, to have and apply wisdom. You know, I, I had a I had a friend we, we a lo- a while back. I had a good friend of mine. We were talking. He was a fellow Freemason. I'm a Freemason. We were talking about what is what is intuition. Right. Because I think this is perfectly what describes what Raziel is giving you. He's implanting within you a sense of intuition, right? Mm-hmm. An intuitive sense on, on how to build a life of wealth. Right. I think I, I think this best describes what this what this uh with what what, what what he what his role is in the book. But We, anyway, in our conversations about what intuition was and how we were ultimately trying to define it in the context of occultism, we defined it as knowing without knowing that you knew. Hmm. This was the best way to describe. This is what this is the skill that I was, you know, mentioning earlier about. This is the skill that I think that that Raziel you know has given me. And and it's not a skill that I had before. It, it, it's, uh, it's definitely foreign. And and I and I and I think it it largely comes from, from this working. Mm. Hmm.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Hmm. It's interesting how he can, um, you know, show people or different people, um, like, the directions that, you know, or how he works differently for different people, you know, in whatever situation um, they may be in. But, you know, you're exactly right in what you were saying that, you know, they're not doing, angels aren't just making you rich, you know, like, you all, we also have to put in the work. um unless you do just get lucky you know maybe there is somebody that's done this and then i don't know like won the lottery or something um which i don't know if how that kind of seems like an odd way of manifested results but you never know um but you know either way that person still would have had to go out and buy the lottery tickets and in order to win you know it wasn't just like oh hey here's a winning ticket to the lottery you know so you have to regardless of what work it is you're doing the work still needs to be done in order to achieve what we want with this help
0: absolutely absolutely so how do you guys feel do you think we covered everything do you think that Uh, Do you think we missed anything at all? Mm -mm. I don't think we're
1: good. Yeah, I think we're good.
0: I Um, think so. I think we did a really good job. Yeah, of, of, you know, providing our accounts. Um, I want to say thank you very much to the both of you. Um, I also want to say congratulations to Arjuna um, mm-hmm. as she yeah. does, uh, have, yes, yes, congrats, congrats. Arjuna definitely, um, that's, that's, that's amazing news. Uh, I wish nothing but the best for you and, mm-hmm. um, and God bless man. Godspeed. Um, I think, I think we did cover this. We will be continuing on with our next video which is going to be the fifth working where we're going to be talking about changes and competition Woohoo. until then thank you very much for everyone who uh stuck by stuck by and waited for us uh, mm-hmm. to enjoy this wonderful summer we took off on intermission but we're back we're yeah. in full force and we are ready to bring the noise. Until then, thank you very much, everyone.
2: Yes, thank you. Thank you.
1: Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.